Welcome in. Thank you so much for joining us on the Doc Talk podcast. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We've got Mr. Shay McEntee back in studio. Yeah. Shay, what's up, man? Excited to be here, hanging out with a couple of fishermen. Yeah, yeah. We were uh, we were talking more about, uh, I guess, the a little more philo- We were getting philo- philosophical. Yeah, philosophical, whatever that word is, <laughs> on fishing and getting more people into it and just being stoked about that. No pun intended. Obviously, you know, I'll throw this one at you right off the bat. With 2020, with that happening and all that, one of the few activities that we could have done was to go outside and actually go fish. And in return, we've actually got a whole influx of anglers, new anglers, brand new anglers to the sport. That's a good thing. Yep. It's got to be a good thing. Yep. And it probably stokes you out too. It does. To see new anglers out there, um, which it helps the industry, let's be honest. It's Mm -hmm. all about the industry. um, And we are as... (laughs) <laughs> one big mothership with yeah. any way you want to look at it um you know buying fishing tackle and I've, again just working on my my show with the cca you know sea bass thing hearing mm-hmm. bill shed talk about you know where all this this money goes to mm-hmm. you buy fishing tackle it's all going in one big pot you yeah. Know, yeah that is helping out the industry in some way shape or form correct it, it's a fact so um i know some people we're going to want to bitch and moan, oh, there are oh, too many boats out here. Oh, oh, there's too many people on the lake. Oh, this guy's on my spot. Oh. Hey, it is boats what it are is. expensive. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, it is what it is, and it'll only help the industry, um, you know, with more people getting involved in it. And then, of course, let's be honest, social media. Mm-hmm. It's got a big, big role in it. Um, I, I would like to see a lot of these people that are that have are new to the industry and come to the industry and helped it grow, which thank you. Uh, I'd like to see him get involved with organizations like the CCA. Well, I think that's, and that's knowing about it. Let's, yes. let's be honest. As I yep. told you, is here I was, you know, I'm doing my own thing, involved in my own thing. And you got lives, you got families, you got work. You yep. just, mm-hmm. You're going a million miles an hour, but you, if you don't know about it, then it's it's going to stay unknown. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons I wanted to get more involved in the CCA is to help promote it via my channel, my brand and that type yeah. of stuff. and. Um, I think I am doing that. I plan on doing a lot more, especially with these shows that are coming up mm-hmm. uh, and then getting more involved with what you guys do. But um, it's it, I, I always look back at the kids. Yeah. Um, I've seen more kids, grommies fired up on fishing than I <laughs> yeah. ever have. Again, we didn't have social media, mm-hmm. you know, back in the days. <laughs> you, you, you brought up the kids. We, we were just on the Thunderbird last weekend. Yeah. And uh, we were with the, was it the Newport Anglers Club? Is that who? It's the Dana Wharf Rod and Reel Club. That's it. Awesome. And uh, one of the members had brought his grandchild, his grandson, yep. seven years old, outfished everybody on the boat. And <laughs> you should have seen. That's what I want to hear. This kid was just on cloud nine. Yep. And landed, what, his two blue fin. And I think he limited some. <laughs> and then I think he limited it out no, on yellow tail. Did he off to everybody? Yeah, <laughs> yeah he, was, he was hooking it. Handed. Was he handing off to you, Chris? Yeah, yeah. You know, it was just—it was phenomenal to see. It was awesome. No, that's you know, especially when there was that time where they were both fighting a fish, standing side by side, or you know, at the back of the boat, and you look at the back and oh, grandfather and grandson. Yeah, that's it was, priceless. Oh, yeah. dude, that's, that picture will live for with them forever. Yeah. No, yeah. that's that's priceless. Um, and so that's that's one of the, I forgot who I was talking to, but man, if if uh, you know when you're a kid, you're just kind of you're looking you're looking to figure out your route in life, you know, yeah. and you're growing yeah. up and this and that. And I've seen more 
young kids, and especially the uh, the Groms, and that's you know sixteen, seventeen. They don't like anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but fishing, yeah, there and that, and it stays on point. And that's yeah. what my dad did back in the days. Hey, you get some decent grades, stay out of trouble. Uh, well, you know, work on getting you a little aluminum boat, you know, or something like Perfect. that. So mm-hmm. you know, give you some incentives. Yeah, um, and that went a long way. My brother and I, well, we did. We fell in love with fishing. Mm-hmm. But I think social media, especially the women, I, man, I tell you, you guys know, there was not that many women involved in fishing. No. no. Now it is pumping. Like they oh. are into it. They got outfits for them. They got clubs. Yeah. Uh, and now the fishing clubs are part of high schools. I was a part of a surf team. Um, but now they got fishing teams going mm-hmm. down. Now there's fishing in colleges. Yep. So it, it's come a long ways in the... I couldn't be happier just to see it grow. You yeah. see a lot of uh, on social media in the South, Louisiana, Florida, that area. The, see a lot of women charter owners too now. Yeah, which is absolutely awesome. absolutely <laughs> a lot women of guides. Yeah, yeah. guides. Everything. Yeah, unreal. No, That's it's cool. good. It's good for the sport. It is no doubt about it. Well, speaking of fishing, let's talk a little bit about fishing. I know with work and with stoked and all that stuff. Just based off of you know subscribing on YouTube on on the channel and all that. You've been to some some rad places in the world. Been very fortunate, yes. One of which, I know this is a bucket list for both of us, more so you, Darren, Peacock Bass in the Amazon. Yes. Yeah. Jeez Louise. How do I get to go with you on one of those? Jeez. <laughs> get in line. <laughs> no, it's, uh, that is definitely, you know, back in the days, growing up watching fishing shows, that's, I was like, I think it was Jimmy Houston maybe, or... Roland Martin or somebody, one of those, one of those guys catching them, mm-hmm. and I was like, and I love bass fishing, so I was like, oh, did he, this is a whole new ball game. Kiss it before he threw it back, because that'll tell you who it is. Yeah. <laughs> he <laughs> kissed it. Jimmy's <laughs> golden bowl cut. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love that guy. Uh, no, he definitely kissed. I think both of them were down there at, right. one, at one point. I'm sure they yeah. were. Yeah. Um, but I, I was like, somehow, some way, I need to make that happen and get down there. And if I can get down there for free, even better. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Because <laughs> yeah. 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 that is a bucket list trip. It's it in that $6,000 zone. Yeah. Um, and, you know, here I am looking at a bucket, li- bucket list trip, uh, even for me. But I want to go catch a Golden Dorado, and I want to get to New Zealand. Those are two of my hot spots that I want to go check out. And I just got off with a phone call driving down here from my buddy uh, Al and he was, he's, you know, part Argentinian, or I hope I said that right, but he was down there for 30 days, and he was talking to some people down there about Golden Dorado fishing. Doug from Okuma, <laughs> get, yeah. me on, get me on one of those trips, Doug. <laughs> Come on, buddy. Come on, Doug. Yeah, so he's done it, and so I'm trying to wedge myself in there to right. go, hey, I'll come film, I'll do whatever you want me to do to come get on one of those yeah. helicopter trips in the middle of nowhere. That'd be awesome. God, have you seen those things come launching out of a freaking oh. river? No. Oh, it is intense. It's no little stalker rainbow. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Dude. <laughs> it's not an agent no, rainbow. No, dude, these things are like 20-pounders just come launching. I mean, it's, and they're really tough to catch. Uh, so it's kind of like that payara that you get in the Amazon on the okay. species trip. Uh, shout out to Acute Angling. They're the ones we've been working with for close to nine years now. Nice. I think we've been to Amazon like nine years in a row. Oh, the Amazon. And that's there's a reason why we keep going back. People yeah. ask me. Have you ever caught an arowana? They're down there. Dude. Oh, yeah, yes. I used to have one in an aquarium. Hmm. 
So, dude, they're really fun to fight. Are they really? They, dude, they're so fun. They launch, and they actually fight pretty darn good. Not as hard as a peacock, but they jump like you wouldn't believe. Yeah. yeah. And there's some big ones down there. Oh, yeah. Way bigger than the ones in aquariums. Oh, yeah. For sure. No, six, eight feet. Yeah. You go on YouTube, and you can pick out pretty much every one of my shows has got an arowana in it, for sure. Nice. That we catch. Um, I just think they're such a rad fish or, you know, one of the bycatches down there. Yeah. You know, throwing a little zero spook or something like that. Top water. Come up and Top water bite. Smack it. Whack. Mm-hmm. But the peacock bass, that is, that's the closest thing to a GT um, hitting on the top of the water. And the noise, any of you people that have ever been to the Amazon or know what I'm talking about, having one of those high rollers or a top water get bit by a peacock bass uh, and it can be five pounds, it can be twenty pounds. It is so vicious. Really, it, it makes you. I, I mean, my hair's standing up just talking about <laughs> it. It's, there's a reason why I keep going back. People are like, "Oh, did you get bored of that place? You do it over every single year." And I'm like, nope. "No, there's a reason you go back." Yeah, and every what did I talk about earlier with the fishing? Every single day is different. Yeah, every single yes. day you hear something different, you see something different. You just never know what's going to show up. And what I try to tell people is people just think, oh, you're going to go down there and every single spot that you go and start casting, you're going to catch something. That is not true at all. you got to work for the fish there sometimes. Mm-hmm. The guide will take you That's to the spots. Enough. Yeah, but sometimes you got to work for it. You will go two to three hours without a bite, and you're like, what is going on here? And then all of a sudden you hit that spot that just – just lights up. It's like fishing. Yeah. So it doesn't just, so if you go to the Amazon, just hear me out. Do not expect to just catch fish right out of the gate. It makes you work for it sometimes. And then sometimes it'll be just full speed every single day. It's, it's fishing. Yeah. Isn't there something to do with the tides down there too? Or like you have to get it at a certain tide and all that? Um, well, the tides are based on rain. Okay. So... You, let's be honest, when you make a fishing trip, <laughs> your dates are locked in. Yeah. This is one thing I've never, ever done. And I, I, I really I might think I'm crazy, but when it comes to all the surf trips, I, I would never look at the swell, ever. I'm going to have fun. I'm going on a trip. There's on the water. N- nothing I can do about it. Yep. Same mm-hmm. thing goes long range in or fishing. Yep. I'm going. I'll, of course, I'm going to look at the wind. You know what I mean? If I yeah. have my own boat or I'm taking out people yeah. or kids or something. Yes. Different scenario. Completely, because it's yeah. in our backyard. Yeah. But when you travel, those they're locked in. You're going with your clients regardless. Mm-hmm. And perfect example, Mag Bay. What up? Shout out to Toby at Mag Bay Lodge. Oh, uh, Toby's a good dude. Yes. Guy's a hard worker, man. And uh, he's got an amazing... His cousin, Joseph, too. Yeah. yeah. Salt junkies. <laughs> yes. No, they're great guys, man. And uh, our last trip, you know, we were locked in. We went down there with clients. We got to stay on Isla Magdalena, which was oh, awesome. Nice. Yeah, he's got these two new houses that are on the island, which saves you two hours of fishing time. They come and pick you up right out in front of your house, and you go out and fish, whether it's in the estuary or, Mm -hmm. you know, offshore. But uh, Mother Nature got a little angry and threw us two hurricanes. Oh, no. (laughs) So wait until you see this show. It was, it's interesting. So fortunately, we got a small window, but what am I, that's circling back to what we were talking about Mm -hmm. is you can't, Mother Nature is going to do what Mother Nature does. Yeah. So, um, oh, back to the tides. I'm sorry. I was derailing there for a second. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So basically go to the Amazon and we've been down there before where it, it dumps for two weeks prior 
and that water level that you want low, you want it low because mm. it tightens everything up. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. And that the bay does not get back in the jungle. And you hear when the, let's just, okay, so two years ago, it, the water level killed us. It just came up on us, and the water level was up 10, 15 feet. Wow. The, the bait gets so far back in the jungle, you can hear them foaming. You can hear them <laughs> crashing. You can hear trees just, and the guy just looks at you and throws his hands up and says, we can't get back there. There's no mm -hmm. way you can get back there, and that's what happens. So you got to get real close mm. to the jungle and start parallel, parallel fishing and this and that. Or they'll run up river to shallow areas, you know, where it doesn't accumulate or it's shallower, mm -hmm. and you'll get some smaller fish. Still five yeah. to eight pounders. Are you kidding oh. me? It's, <laughs> no I'm not complaining. Deal. <laughs> no, and you'll still catch them. But, you know, most of the guys go down there, they want to catch a trophy and get one of those yeah. teeners mm -hmm. or a monstra, which is 15 pounds and up. So the, it's not really tidal in the zones we go. It's more of the rain that rains. Mm. And the tide or the water level will come right. up. So you just got to go when you go, and you know, just hope, hope Mother Nature just doesn't dump on you. Yeah. But they will. I will say that the Blackwater Explorer that we fish on, they do. They have been doing this for twenty three years or something. I don't know. They know, and as well as the other guys that fish down there, where to go up river, down this river, you know, to get to better water when that does happen. Nice. So that's nice. part of the puzzle. Even for a person like you, is there still a bucket list that exists on on fishing trips and all that? Oh, guaranteed. No. Oh, oh is that your guy? Oh yeah. Oh. Uh oh. Stop stoked. Caller, you're on the air. Hello, hello. Check one. What's happening? Oh, the bat phone is awake. Yes, it is. <laughs> for for all the listeners, <laughs> we, we 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 have Kevin Nakata calling in from iCast. How you doing, Kevin? Real good. We just uh, concluded the event, and it was a very big success. Everyone was here, had a great time, and uh, we missed you all there. So next Did, year you'll have to come. Didn't we just get rid of this guy a couple weeks ago? Yeah, but, you know, <laughs> keeps coming back. He's like a beat dog. comes back for more. <laughs> Feed me. <laughs> so, Kevin, today we've I'm, got I've – been, uh, I've, been, I've been labeled an anti-California now, just by the way. Oh, nice. Ooh, that sounds about right. <laughs> Kevin, we've got Shay McEntee in studio here. What's up, Kev? What's up, Shay? How you doing, man? Love your content. Always great. Thank you very much. Safe travels down there in uh, Florida, if they're letting you back in California. <laughs> yeah, we may have yeah, to talk the, to you uh, about that. What, <laughs> what did you do when you fished over here? Uh, <laughs> I did. Are you talking about Florida? What did you do when you fished over here? Yeah, yeah when uh, you fished over in Florida. I, to be honest with you, I did no fishing, unfortunately. I was really bummed about that. I went down there. Uh, I was there last year, and it was just straight chit-chatting and talking at ICAST. And then next thing you know, I was on a plane home. So hopefully next oh, year. that sounds. Yeah, hopefully next year I'll be doing some fishing because I know some of the guys, all the Akuma guys go down there and fish all over. So it was a short window last year, but next year will be different. I'll be carving out some time to fish. Excellent. Yeah, there's so much to film over here. Oh my gosh. As long as it's not a peacock bass inside of a private <laughs> pond. We were funny. <laughs> Bring that up. We were just talking about uh, peacock bass in the Amazon. That's funny. Well, you get them down there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You get them in the streets and gutters and some of those. <laughs> <laughs> so those back alleys. Along with those Oscars and shit. Yeah. You never so, know what you're getting down there. So, how, how was the. Literally. How was ICAST for you? Did uh, Was it good? 
Yeah, we, we basically sold out of our new product, um, the Hundo from Bates. Sweet. Nice. And uh, set up set up as many dealer accounts as we could, and it was it was excellent. Just had a great time. Uh, a lot of media. Obviously, there's tons of people just walking the show and looking for new products to either put in the store or talk about, and that's what we were there for. Awesome. Kev, did you have a booth, or do you actually walk in? Uh, so I was in the booth for Bates Fishing, and that's uh, the company, one of the companies that I represent. Okay. And uh, it was literally every single uh, minute of the day was just every it was just people. So it, it was constant waves of of uh, new people I've never seen the brand before and talking about it, and uh, it's it's been interesting to say the least. So awesome. Um, yeah, I never got to walk it until the very end, which is all. It's kind of like everyone's in the flight mode, so you you don't you barely get anyone's attention, you know, uh, towards the end. So, <laughs> but you, you only got so much to talk about. That's true. By the way, I hear I hear that bluefin is going off over there right now. No, stay there in Florida. You're good. <laughs> Just stay there. There's no need to go. Nothing bluefin here. Chasing. Nothing going down. <laughs> nothing. They've got, all gone back to Japan. They're not here. Yeah, they're they're biting the fly oh, line. Okay. <laughs> they're biting the fly line. Actually, oh, man. actually, Chris and I went no on a trip then. trip last weekend, and uh, we had boat limits in an hour. Shut up. Dead, See? dead See? serious on the Thunderbird. It's different. Fly uh, line. All right. Dope. Well, <laughs> guess what? I'm sitting over here. That does sound so stout. I'm sitting over here in gutters. Yeah, you go get the peacocks in the gutters. We'll keep going after the bluefin. Peacocks in the gutters. There's literally, there's literally syringes just laid all over the concrete out here. It's ridiculous. So I don't want to hear yeah. that, dude. Are you sure you're still? You sure you're still out in California by saying that? Yeah. Uh, I think they might be coming over here, you know, just saying. So I'm I'm part of the migration at this point. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, so man. Pages in the car. Pages in the car where you're heading back. But we got some stories to talk about, man. It's at some point we got to get back on. And 14 days across the country during the hottest year ever recorded is definitely special. Oh. Just saying. So, wow. So you are planning on coming yeah. back or are you staying? I, I don't know yet. Uh, I just, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm going to set up accounts here and then come, maybe come back. But my boat's over there. My house is over there in Cali. So, well, just let us know I where the know. key is. We'll take care of your boat. That's fine. Yeah, we'll go use oh, it. Oh, I know Chris knows already. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome, man. We'll have to have yeah. you on and uh, get the get the scoop from iCast officially on the uh, podcast. And yeah, stay safe. Right on. It's great for you to have Shay on. I can't wait to hear the story. And um, you guys take care, all right? All right. We'll see you, man. Later. Safe right. travels. Thanks, brother. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Well, that was cool. That, that was unexpected. It, yeah. How dare he just interrupt our conversation on Peacock Bass? <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, it's work, man. It's work. I, yeah. I, props to the the business. I don't know how long he's been in business for what he's doing, but under uh, a year, right? Oh, or just out a year? About a year, yeah. Well, like, just, you know, being around Hobie, they're massive. So you know, yeah. you get contacts, you meet and greet people, and mm -hmm. so I'm sure he's been thinking about that for a while. Yeah, when, when he was telling us, I was like, oh, man, that's got to be a a saturated market. But he's killing it, and props to him. I'm happy for him. Dude, you got to go for it, man. Um, everybody's listening to this or something. If you, you, you got something that's the one thing you don't want to do, um, not that my time's over, but 
you, man, if you get a window and you think you can, you, you got to try it. And as mm -hmm. long as you're not, you know, mortgaging the house and everything that you've got a family right. and all, you know, it's got to be smart it, about it. Yeah. But his, his, his business plan, I kind of like, you know what, that it's probably going to work for you because he, uh, his, cause you know, as well as I do fishing across the United States, I don't care where you go. It's different than what we do. It's different in Southern California versus the way they fish in Northern California versus the way they fish in the South. Yep. Yep. His, his deal is he wants to get all these companies that are in the South and bring them to the West Coast. The baits company, you know, companies that make baits, companies that make different reels. And I thought, you know what, that's, that might be a good business plan because not everybody fishes the same. And there might be something out there that works great out here for top water or whatever. And it's working. Well, some people's market is saturated. Florida, I've talked to numerous Florida companies that, that they're like, we're, we're done. We're like, we know they're looking to expand. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That's it doesn't matter if it's a beer company. It doesn't yeah. matter if it's a boat company. And it that's what he's going after. It's a smart idea. It, 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 it is, especially if you're born and raised here and know how the West Coast rolls. Yep. Mm -hmm. When they don't, you need that leading hand. You need it's like someone yeah. finding a realtor or something that's coming yeah. out here. Like, we got. I don't know what about that freeway. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Perfect example is here. I'm going to Toronto um, at the end of August. I've never been to Toronto. I've never been. I'm not a big city guy. Well, mm -hmm. I am when I'm dating a girl. Yeah. She wants to go there, but. <laughs> But I, here I am asking for advice. I'm asking Are you people, going up there fishing? You know what's funny? She didn't even know I'm taking my fishing rods. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, uh, I will be taking some fishing rods with me. But, um, no, there's always people looking to get some knowledge on certain spots. And here I am talking to people that, you know, that have lived there, that have gone there. And, yeah. and I'm trying to get as much knowledge as possible before yeah. I go there. Exactly. And that's vice versa what he's doing. That's just, hey, man, that, that's a great yeah, idea. I, I, I couldn't really be more happier for him. It, it's working out for him. It's good. Awesome. So one place that is special to your heart, probably mine as well, Costa Rica. <laughs> so <laughs> little little backstory. I just uh, got married in October. In November, we took a trip to Costa Rica. Congratulations. Thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. Appreciate it, man. Now, we, uh, now, where did you go in Costa Rica? We went with uh, our friend Craig from Fishing Nosara. Yeah, Craig, what up? Fishing Nassar, yep. Nassar Paradise Rentals. Yeah, yep. super nice guy. Super, I'm guessing you've probably he been supports, down there. He supports, I saw him at the, or at his banners, have been at yeah. the CCA things, and he supports the CCA. Oh, for guys. sure. Yeah. For sure. I went down there, and I was, like, I had no idea. Never been to Costa Rica before, not, had no idea what to expect. First timer, okay. Yeah, yep. first timer with my with my new wife and all yep. that. Was she? Has she ever been down there? She'd never been down there okay, either. Okay, so this is new for both of you. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize, you know, A, how far it was from the airport because we flew into... Um, oh, San Jose? Not San Jose, the Liberia. other one. Liberia. Yeah. Okay. And, oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it was a cool little spot, man. Like, everyone is super nice, super friendly. Beach is literally, like, just a walk away. Yeah. It was unreal. Fishing's good. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, I'll show you some pictures later, but... We ran into some bull Dorado, like Dorados. I've biggest ones I've ever caught, easily thirty, maybe forty pounds. Well, no, there's, there's, it's legit. It's he's basically smack dab in the middle where everyone goes from up north, the Guanacaste area, mm -hmm. from down to Los Sueños area, and they all shoot. Los Sueños will come up, and Guanacaste guys will come down because of the edge, the ledge that's out in front, mm -hmm. and he's got it. He's in the, he's in a 
a nice spot. Yeah. yeah. For yeah. everything. Prime real inshore, estate for him. Yeah. Inshore and offshore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, I mean, it was just an unbelievable trip and it was like, I was trying to gather my thoughts while I was there and all that. And I'm like thinking, how long were you there for? A week. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it takes you. Hey, sometimes something's better than nothing. Oh yeah. And I'm, I'm just yeah. giggling because it, uh, it, it takes honestly three days to acclimate. Oh Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. Exactly. Just to get used to the humidity and mm -hmm. just, and it's not bad. I don't no. know when you went down there, but. November. Okay. Oh, it's lovely then. Yeah. Lovely. Um, it's like the it, tail end of rainy season. Yeah. Or, yeah. So it's plush. It's just green. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. And he lives right, basically, his spots are right in the jungle. Right there. Beautiful. Yeah. And that little village right there, the little drag that's right on the yeah. main road and all yeah. that. It's well, cool. No, it's awesome. Yeah. It's quiet. They yeah. got, no, Sara's got like that, uh. That neighborhood watch. Yes. They don't just let any random dudes in there or shady people or That's they keep awesome. it clean. That's mm -hmm. good. Yeah. Oh, no, it's money. Nosara's awesome. It's it's definitely one of the hot spots down there. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. What are your, some of your favorite memories down there? Well, Costa Rica in general. Oh, dude. <laughs> waves right out of the gate. Some of the best surf sessions ever. Um, the so waves. Do you, do you surf when you go on these trips? Do you take a board with you? Oh, yeah. I've got oh, boards that's... down there at a friend's house. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I've got boards and fishing gear. Hey, that works. Perfect. I was just there in uh, May for a month. Yeah. Huh. For so, a month? Yeah. And then I met a girl, so I stayed a couple more weeks, and that she's the one I'm going to Toronto with. And Good for you. I'm in love again. <laughs> 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 no, so uh, it's my home away from home. Uh, 2024 is my goal. I'm so that's well, a big goal by land. You, yeah, you, you skip right over. Is, is she Costa Rican or is she? She's Canadian? a local girl, Tika. Yeah, nice. Yeah, that's Very awesome. Cool. She's nineteen. Yeah, I got you. I got you. She's not nineteen. <laughs> 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 you just went silent. I'm like, what? <laughs> All right, she's twenty-two. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. No, oh, she's man. younger. She's thirty years old. So. <laughs> She's not that uh, not that young, but um, okay. So twenty twenty four. Well, what's happening then? Um, well, I my goal is to buy some land down there. Oh, very I cool. I screwed up back in the days. Uh, I had the be the best opportunity up in Tamarindo area. Did you ever make mm. it to Tamarindo? Uh, no. It's nutballs. I've heard, it's yeah. psycho. Um, and but I was going there when it was nothing. Like the road, there was no road there. Like I was, mm. I got to go when I was seventeen. Mm -hmm. There was nothing down there. Nothing. Costa Rica was nothing. Um, and Robert August with the uh, movies that he did from down mm -hmm. there. Yeah. And then the stuff I did down there with him, um, it, the place just went. It went berserk. A lot of expats down there, I noticed. Like a lot of people, a lot of Americans down there. Really? Oh, yeah. Unreal. Canadians, Europeans. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, even a lot of... Have you been? Russians able? have been showing up there. Really? Oh yeah. No, there. It's the Russians are invading. I feel that. No, they're not. They're just getting the hell out of Dodge with their families. Yeah. And I had some conversations with them, and I feel so sorry for them, man. They just like picked up everything and just got the hell out of Dodge and yeah. just went to a safe zone. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. like, oh my god, this is just thank God. Anyways, that's another <laughs> story. But um, yeah, no, it's it's the waves, the golf, uh, the girls. Mm -hmm. um, I'll be honest with you. It's, it was all the above. Everything I, I, I really enjoy. And mm -hmm. the fishing was off the charts. And then you start to get to know the locals. You start to get in with the families. And yeah. we kept going there so much. I started becoming part of some charity events with some orphanages, some free wheelchair missions. Oh, that's awesome. And 
yeah, just really started promoting the country and uh, started working with Nassar Paradise Rentals mm -hmm. for three or four years. Shot some shows with them, shot some shows with Los Sueños, shot the, some shows with Tamarind Sport Fishing, and I just fell in love with the country. Um, I've been to Nicaragua, been to Guatemala, did surf stuff down there, filmed down there, but um, there's nothing like Costa Rica. Have you been all all around, like both East Coast, Panama. West Coast, and all that? Uh, no, no. Um, I've had some friends kind of try to get me over to the Caribbean side. Okay. But, to the Pacific side has just got everything I, I want. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I mean, you can catch yellowfin tuna off the beach. It's <laughs> no, unreal. It's, it's, yeah, based on where you're at. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's just beautiful. And then this, you know, I've been going there for 35 years. So here I meet this girl. Next thing you know, I'm in these <laughs> tropical uh, rainforest with uh, mud bass and hot springs. And I'm like, I've never even been in this spot. <laughs> so next she takes takes me to this beach. I've never been to this beach. I was like, oh, see, wow. this is rad. So yeah. I started getting in with the locals and the local here, And there's nobody around. People think, oh, it's so crowded. That's false. <laughs> you get in with the locals or local guide, you can find some beaches in Costa Rica. I don't know if you did down in Nassar. There's beaches all over the place. Mm -hmm. There's nobody around. Yeah. You're like, what? Is, I heard it was crowded down here. No. Mm -hmm. If you want to go to the crowded zones, there you go. You I'm go sure to the crowded there. zones. Yeah, yeah, which is fun sometimes to just go hang out with everybody and do the beach walks and, yeah. and the moonlight stuff, and that's fun. Mm -hmm. But if you want some private time with the wife or girlfriend or whatever, you can go, you can go find them. That's so, cool. Yeah, it's dreamy. So I screwed up a long time ago not buying property down there. That piece of property that was ten grand is now like nine hundred and fifty grand. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah. That was on top of the hill overlooking Tamarindo. Oh. But let's be honest. I was seventeen years old. Yeah, I come a lot back of money. and go, Mom, I need ten grand. You know what she said? <laughs> Get a job. You're gonna buy weed with that. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I get it, but you blew it, Mom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so now, yeah. So anyways, I'm, I'm trying to get back down there and do, uh, uh, buy some property in 2024 or nice. I'm going to, and that's a big goal, big goal. Cause I, awesome. I definitely want to get something going down there. It's too, I mean, I love Huntington beach. I love where I'm at. SoCal, mm -hmm. but you ain't, you ain't in the ballpark if you don't got a million bucks in your pocket. Uh, yeah. At least let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not going inland. I'm yeah. just, I'm just not, I, I you know, where I live, I'm happy with. We've got we've got a house, we paid three three hundred for it, but at this point, I'd rather stay there and buy something either deep Mexico like around Bay of L.A. or do something like what you're doing and have a have a destination place to go to for vacation or whatever. Yeah, I just think I, to me it's it's more it's money more well spent. Um, it is. Yeah, especially if you know a spot that's coming up. Exactly. And, and if you've been down there as long as that, you see it. And you, the locals tell you, oh, these roads are going in. The Wi-Fi is going in. That tells you. And next thing you know, the shops will start coming in. Yeah. And it's you can do that still. Even, where, where was the first place that we fished in La Paz? Where did we go? What was that? Las Arenas. Oh, dude. On the cliff. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. that would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's... Uh, I just feel a lot safer in Costa Rica. Sorry, Mexico. I love you, Mexico. No, you're 100%, 100%. I do. I love my Mexico. We're down there all the time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love it. And we go to the resorts, and the people are just lovely. Um, We're I going just... to Cabo in 24. There you go. For my 50th. Oh, trouble. <laughs> 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 Damn. 
Brian's looking for trouble. Yeah, my here wife, he comes. My wife's going, so there won't be too much <laughs> okay, trouble. Okay, there you go. Yeah. And then her sister's birthday is two days before mine, and we're the same age, so we got a big group. Oh, going, you're so gonna go light it up. Yeah, well, we're gonna have bitching. a good time. Yeah. And you should for your fiftieth. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Yep, I was in Costa Rica for my fiftieth. And then nice. we come, we come back, and two weeks later, we're going on Tony Reyes. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah. Is that a birthday present too? No, it was just something that we decided that that was gonna be our trip this year. We yeah. have a group of guys we go on a destination trip every year with. Good. You good, know, good, good. Yeah. That should be that way. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. It started three years ago with uh, yeah Cedros. Cedros. Bitchin. They yeah. went to La Paz last year. We we're supposed to go okay. to. We were supposed to go to Bay of L.A. this year, but some dumbass got his wife pregnant, and uh, that's not happening. So next year's Tony Ray's. Well, that's not a dumbass. I mean, come on. That happens. I know. It happens. <laughs> it's a joke. I can't blame you for that. I can. <laughs> <laughs> well, look at it this way. Look at it this way. The spot's not going anywhere. No, yeah. it's not. No, yeah. I just give him a hard time. That's one yeah. thing I did learn back in the day as kids for out there grinding, and if you want to start your own business is, and you're single is uh, – I read some books back in the days. My dad made some sense back in the days is girls and partying. It's always going to be there. Yeah. yeah. Get your shit together. Get it in check. Then you can go out and play and do everything. But get yourself in check first. Don't well, do it backwards. That's yeah. what. Uh, because you do it backwards and screw up. Oh, oh boy, yeah. so dude. It's expensive. That's what. Um, it can be. The, the, can uh, be. the industry that I come from, the background, I worked a lot with Rod Fowler. Who was Ricky Fowler's dad? Yeah, I was gonna say that. Yeah. And he made it adamantly clear he kept his he kept him away from girls and all that shit while he was growing up. Just focus on golf because he was so good as a kid. Yeah, he knew where it was he's going. He's kicking butt now, man. It's awesome. Yeah, he's doing good. Yeah, he's yeah. got that focus. You can see he's lasered in, man. Yeah, but no, it's those things, the vacation, those trips. The destination's not going anywhere. No, you know, no, not get, whatsoever. Yeah, get your butt in gear, and then you can go. The, the, what do it comfortably? Yeah. What know? What yeah. sucks about it is we had so much fun in Cedros. We had so much fun in the Paws, and I'm sure we're gonna have a ton of fun on Tony Reyes. And it's like you want to go back, but you also want to go to these other places. Yep. It, it's hard to <laughs> figure out what do you want to do. Do yep. we go back to Cedros? No, let's do something new. Are you sure? Yeah. Sure. No, that's that yeah. is Actually, a question. Okay, so that is a good question. So. Obviously, with your job and stoked and all that stuff, it, it gives you an opportunity to go to all these different places. And I'm sure you have your favorites, the places that, you know, maybe you'd go wherever, like maybe in, in another 10 years or whatnot. How do you like in your in your head? How do you balance that out between the places that you just feel like you, you got to go again next year, regardless, no matter what versus, oh, I need to go try out this place and then that place and that place trying to knock things off the list. How do you prioritize that? Well, one's getting paid from the resort mm -hmm. helps to come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. And that also goes for our clients too. Mm -hmm. They love it just as much as I do. So that's why we've been with Cedros, you know, for nine, ten years now. Amazon, nine, ten years. Mm -hmm. Some of these locations that we go to. Um, do you have like your just, routine like throughout the summer or whatnot? Like you go to Cedros in June and then yeah, yeah, we Costa Rica in May or whatever. Yeah, uh, Costa Rica bounces around a little bit because mm -hmm. um, I go down there just for shea time yeah. um, without clients. Mm -hmm. um, and and then, it's, uh, it's good year round pretty much. It, it is. It's just September, October is the yeah. rainy season. Um, but quick question. Would you go back to Costa Rica? Absolutely. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Well, so actually, so what I meant to say uh, earlier was – it wasn't like in my mind in the, during the week, it's like, you know, this is the place where I would bring that group of friends, the yeah. fishing friends and all that. 
Um, I'm not entirely sure if I'd bring my wife back. And I told her that while we were there. <laughs> and she was you like. You said that to her? I, it How was, are you still married? I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> she was like, are you kidding me? This is so awesome. So fun and all that. Okay. Because awesome. I was, I was, um, cause you know, to be brutally honest, when you're going to Craig's place, it's not the five-star resort no, and all no, that. It's not. It's completely different. Yeah. And I assume that she would be all into that, but just taking her there, it was beautiful. The whole experience was great and all that. She'll go again in a heartbeat. That's so awesome. would I. That's awesome. I don't. I yeah. have not met her, but right on. What's her name? Allie. Right on, Allie. That's <laughs> awesome because unfortunately we grew up in SoCal, and <laughs> yeah, almost you know. And I'm not knocking the girls here, but <laughs> they they grew up as princesses. Yes, um, yeah. and not all of them. I'm not. Let's. I'm not knocking mm-hmm. the women here, but let's be honest. If you grow up next to the beach, um, you're a princess. Yeah, most of them, and they expect. The five star, especially with yeah. social media. Oh, look at what Susie's doing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's got to recreate Susie's all their images. Yeah. yeah. You're yeah. just like, Jesus. I mean, dude, I used to Valley Park. And I'll keep this short. <laughs> 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 and the guys, I swear to you, we would, we would Valley Park and they, they'd roll up in the BMW. The girl mm. just graduated high school and they got this brand Range new Rover. BMW. Yeah. With the with the thing on top, the big uh, bow on top yeah. of it. You know, they oh, like, yeah. wrap it. And I swear to you, I saw some girls say, I wanted a Mercedes Benz. <laughs> you ungrateful little. <laughs> I swear to you, I, my friends and I, we would just go, oh, this is where we live. Yeah. Like, how, how are we supposed to roll with this? You know, and, and, and you but don't. Again, you can't. No, you look for girls that aren't princesses. You you know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's, and they are here. They yeah. are here. Yep, I've got one. Not everyone's filthy rich and stuff yep. like that. I'm not mm-hmm. rich. You know, it's just one of those things. And so... Yeah, I just uh, just one of those things with. That's cool to hear that though, Allie. Right yeah, on. Yeah, but, you know, and, sure. and back to your whole thing about not you'd bring your friends there or whatever. Ever since we've been going to Mexico to fish, I've always asked my wife, "Why don't you go with us? You don't have to fish. I'll pay oh, yeah. for you to go. Yeah. You can hang out, you know, the spot, whatever." And no, I'm not going to Mexico. I'm not going. No, mm. because she hears all the horror stories. <laughs> you know, so does my mom. Yep. <laughs> and and so yep. for her to ask, "Hey, do you want to go to Cabo for your fiftieth?" I was like. What'd you do with my wife? Where, where are you hiding her? And so she, we got the whole family group going. It's going to be fun. That's awesome. And I'm guaranteeing you she's going to want to go back. And, I mean, to be brutally honest, Cabo is probably more dangerous than, like, La Paz or any of those other places that we go to. Oh, I hope she doesn't listen to this. <laughs> but, no, we... we uh, they keep it under check there, I will say that. Yeah. Yeah, because I, of the tourism, you yeah. don't mess with that tourism down in Cabo. Mm-hmm. You just, you just, and some, and they don't mess with all, every spot I've ever been down there. It's been totally cool. All, all yeah. the spots, I've yeah. been all over Baja, like you guys have. Yeah, and every time it's fine. It's yeah. just those. Unfortunately, the news blows something out of proportion. It's like and a I, shark bite. Is it, is oh it, is it, is yes, it, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But we are. Call. I, I am gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna take you up on that deal, and, and I think we're gonna drive up to La Paz too to go see uh, Jonathan and Jillian. We might even stay the night up there somewhere. Nice, nice. So, it's, Paz is awesome, man. We just went and hung out with uh, uh, the Baja Rancheros fleet. Okay, mm-hmm. I shot shows around it. Yeah, um, I'd never been to La Paz. I've always been around it. Really? You know, to all, yeah, we used to work with the uh, um, uh, Felipe uh, Hotel Buena Vista Beach Resort. Okay, gotcha. We were there for seven years, you know. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you just got to mix things up a yeah. little bit, you know, and change things up. And our clients were interested. Well, we actually had some clients that were going and fishing with La Paz. 
Mm. And we drove up to La Paz a couple times just to have some of those steaks at uh, Mesquite. Is it Mesquite? Mm. Oh, my God. Anyways, the food in La Paz, too, is just... Oh, it's unreal. Holy mackerel. Oh, my God. Unreal. The restaurant, just the whole city, just everything is just awesome. What what we did was uh, our last night there, we did, they called (laughs) it the taco shop tour. And John, I love it already. Dude, yep. We went with tail hunters with Jonathan and okay, Jillian. Yep. And uh, great, great people. Though. Awesome. Awesome. Yep. They Some roll out the people. red. They yep. roll out the red carpet for you. They're awesome. Yep. We they use their their 10, 12 passenger van. We all load up into it, and the driver takes us to taco shop after taco shop after taco shop. It was <laughs> phenomenal, dude. That it was awesome. Yeah, and and we're going into. Like neighborhoods, not oh, on the yeah. main drag. And neighborhoods no, off, were yeah. off the off beaten the path. Grid, yeah, and that's, it was that's, it that's was what you want for some local local mm-hmm. tacos. Too. Oh yeah, it was awesome. Well, not to mention the variety too. I mean, we've had I, I can't even remember what the what those names were, but we've had Cabeza, Cabeza. We had, we had Al Pastor first, and each spot had its own specialty, and we hit all of them up. And by the end of it, I mean, I was ha- I had to be rolled off the bus. It was, it was <laughs> oh, we all did. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 You could do a whole podcast on tacos down there, man. Oh, yes, oh. you could. Yeah. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Well, so, okay. So, we've gone over Costa Rica. We've gone over the Amazon and all that stuff. Bucket list trip. So, that's what I yes. started rambling and derailing a little yes. bit. Um, <laughs> what, what's so one left? Of them, one of them is definitely that Golden Dorado okay. in Argentina. Um, I'm talking with some people now. Hmm. Doug. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, to try to get down there and do that because that is on the bucket list and I definitely will make that happen whether I go down there solo or whatever uh, with these guys. Oh, but amazing. Uh, Yeah, so to do that one and then I'm definitely, definitely New Zealand uh, because the waves, golf oh. courses, uh, the brown trout, the trout, and then the offshore fishing there. Are those the kingfish? kingfish. Yeah. Are those giant yellowtail. Oh. Um, so it's got everything. Oh. And then I'm a big uh, uh, Lord big. of the Rings guy. So oh, okay. they shot, you know, a lot of the Lord of the Rings stuff there. I'd of love course. to run a helicopter through those canyons and just, but the fishing. Uh, How man. big are these giant yellowtail? Dude, they're like 80, 90 pounds. Like they're big. They're 50 yeah. and up. They're huge. <sighs> I don't want to. They got they're shoulders. Massive. <laughs> they got shoulders on them. I don't want them. <laughs> I don't want to fight it. <laughs> that's, yeah, no, it's, a, it's. That's awesome. It's, that's it, that's fun. Do, you, do yeah. you know much about the kingfish in New Zealand and all that? No. So I've I've I think I've heard this before. I'm I can't even remember where I heard it or whatnot. But I heard that they're actually not like those. They they view kingfish or yellowtail as not like pests, but like basically like they they don't treat. They don't. Even they treat. don't care. They don't. They yeah. probably don't target them. Yeah. They they're bycatch tar- basically. Yeah. Yeah, and it, to me, it's just unreal because all—I mean—you come across a ninety-pound yellowtail. I mean, you're you're in awe for like years after that. <laughs> yeah, I would be. So, what comes to my mind when you tell me that is, we went to Puerto Rico for my first time. Have you ever been to Puerto Rico? No, been once. Dude, it's beautiful. It's it's like a Costa Rica, yeah. but it's an island. Yeah. So it's got that same type of jungleish, you know, and the water's beautiful. And, and you don't need surf. a passport. No, that's what mm-hmm. blew me away. Is yeah. It felt like you needed a passport, but you don't. Mm-hmm. I could not believe the tarpon around Puerto Rico. And really? so, you know, people in Florida don't oh, don't, yeah. don't get yeah. mad at me, Floridians. <laughs> you know, people spend big money and they go chase these tarpon and da 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 da. And we get down there and I'm like, You guys got any tarpon around here, man? They're like <laughs> I'm like, what do you they're like tarpon? <laughs> they're like, they're everywhere. I'm like, what? Let's go get them. 
I'm like, <laughs> I've never caught a tarpon. I go, you got to understand us West Coast people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That is the biggest sport fish on our list. Yes. I'm like, it jumps. It gets huge. It's massive. I'm like, mm-hmm. it's just insane. You see all these guys in, you know, third world countries catching them. In Florida, they're catching them. Mm-hmm. You're like, man, that would be insane to go catch a tarpon. Did you see like, the one Davey caught in Florida? I, that's what I'm getting at. <laughs> yeah. No, it's insane. Yeah. And they're like... And then those guys laugh at us. That's what I'm getting <laughs> yeah, at. Yeah, exactly. And we don't have tarpon on the West Coast. We no, have yeah. nothing even close to it. No. And so they said it together. They're like, do you really want to go catch tarpon? I'm like, please. I would love to go get my glass... All these West Coast clients, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they're like, okay, well... We're going to go catch some wahoo and do that. And so we went out wahoo fishing, and turns out Puerto Rico is one of the best spots on the planet to go catch wahoo. Really? And that's what I said. <laughs> I said, what? No kidding. It's, it's, dude, Puerto Rico, it's completely under the radar for wahoo fishing and giant dorado because they don't promote it. There's no marketing on Puerto Rico. There's no, you have to go, go to YouTube and watch my Puerto Rico show. So when are we going? Dude, just check. Just look at it. Just, that, check, out okay. just check out the show. Just check out the show. See? There we go. My Alaska trip just went <laughs> one step further to the bottom. Well, the only, thing, the, the only thing that you got to love is just it's cold in Alaska, or it can be cold. So yeah. you get to these warm spots. We're West Coast. We like the heat. Yeah. You know, so I get it. But um, so we go there. We catch Wahoo. We get into this Wahoo bite that it was so stupid off this one tire that had some kelp around it or so. Wait, a, a, a who? A what? A tire. A tire. <laughs> a, tire. A, a floating tire. <laughs> you know, it was an object out there floating yeah. around. That's what you look for out there. Yeah. We get called in on it, and my buddy Andrew and his three or four guys on the boat, they're just all bent, and I'm like, what the hell are they catching? He's like, oh, they're on Wahoo. I'm like, what? <laughs> now you tell us? <laughs> so we start trolling around the outside of them. Dude, these guys are not even moving. They don't have live bait. All they're doing, this is crazy. They're dropping down marauders, yo-yoing marauders and hooking no them to kidding. Wahoo. Oh, what? my gosh. Correct. Dropping the marauders <laughs> straight down. That's how many Wahoo are around. They, dude, they filled the boat, and then they're like, okay, well, we're at our limits. Let's, we got to go inshore. And so we rolled in and got like half the limits because they kind of just wailed on them on that spot. Yeah. Eventually fish kind of, they get used to it. Yeah, sure. Did some troll rounds and catching some Dorado, but I couldn't believe the Wahoo bite. And that was one tire, they said. Then the wind picked up and we're like, all right, we got to giddy up. But yeah. that happens. And we were in there, I think, uh, November, A fall. December. Fall. Yeah, but they said like the February, these things, they all average like 50 to 100. Oh like they're giants, and I've seen the photos. Like that's what got us there. And then Andrew's wife, Bettina, is from Puerto Rico, okay. so she knew everywhere to go, knew mm-hmm. all the roads, that where we stayed, and all that. Blah blah blah. But anyways, the tarpon. So we come back in shore. <laughs> hey guys, you sure you don't want to fish for Sierras or anything else, snappers? Like no, we want to fish for tarpon. He's like, okay. <laughs> so sure enough, we roll up to one dock, and we he starts throwing some chum out, some uh, some sardinas. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, I see this thing go. Whoo, I'm like, and I start losing it. <laughs> and, and him and the captain and the and the the second ticket start looking at me like I'm like crazy. And I turn into a kid, and we start hooking into these things, and they come launching out. And then you hook one that's like a hundred pounder, and Jesus. it jumps, 
you can't, I mean, it is, it's intense. So I'm like, this is why the tarpon's so gnarly. And they basically, they're in Puerto Rico to your thing where you're like, oh, it's no big deal. They call them shitfish. Yeah. Oh and I'm gosh. like, yet people spend thousands of dollars to go track them down and find their, be- yeah. and, and they There's are, a whole business plan right there. Dude, they're everywhere and the locals don't even care about them. They don't, they don't even care about them. But us West Coast guys, I was like, and our whole clients, at the end of the day, they're like, can we go fish for tarpon? Can we go fish for tarpon? <laughs> Dude, you just drop a little fly line in or just, just slow troll it, and it's, it's, it was. And, you wow. don't, and the fun thing is you don't know if it's five pounds or 100 or oh 150. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> there, there's a huge business plan there because you're right. You do not have to have a passport to go there. Yeah. Everybody on the West, everyone on the West Coast wants Wahoo and tarpon. Totally. Hmm. Dude, it's it is. Anyways, Puerto Rico, stoked on fishing YouTube channel. Take a look at it. It's, okay. it's it was uh, it was an eye opener. It was an nice. eye opener. Nice. And then they got great golf courses and surf oh, nice. too. So. Of course. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Oh man. Well, I know there's been quite a few episodes on some sport boats, some long range trips, and all that. Yeah. Yeah. In in your opinion, what what's better, destination fishing or fishing out of a sport boat, or are they equal? Um, they're completely different. Yeah. I'll start with that because I love my long-range fishing. I grew up on the American Angler and all those boats down there doing mm-hmm. 10 days, 14 days, 12 days. And I stem that from my dad. My dad, mm-hmm. yeah. I was that kid walking onto one of those boats with all the brand-new internationals, like all the gear, and I had mm-hmm. all the local salty guys going, what the F, kid? Where would you get all this from? <laughs> I'm just like my dad, you know what I mean? So they're like, okay, the, you know, whatever. Yeah. But I grew up on the sport boats and absolutely love them. But... You know, the older I get, yeah, you can't beat a nice resort with a nice pool, fishing all day to come back. And then, you know, you roll within with Mother Nature in the, those sport boats. Sometimes you yeah. just got to roll with it. And, and the, mm-hmm. the, When I mean roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. It doesn't matter how big the boat is either. It, one, of the, one of the best things that I, I like about uh, destination fishing is you're off the boat at night, you go to your room, shower, relax, do it all over again the next day. To me, that's awesome. Yep. But like in a restaurant, like, yeah. You know where it's flat. You know it's it's and, you don't like, you don't like get you your said. piece of meat sliding off the plate. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. That's funny. <laughs> and, and, and like you said, the sport boats are awesome too. I, dude, I, I love, love them. them. Yeah. There's a there's a there's a vibe there. You know, um, every once in a while you get on that trip, you can't avoid someone. You run into them at the coffee line. You run into them at your yeah. table. You run. Yeah. And you can't get away from that group or that one yep. dude. And I know we've been on enough sport boats, all of us. Oh, that yeah. There, sometimes that happens. Yeah. And, and you just roll with it. part of the deal. It's, it is part of the deal. Um, and you just kill them with kindness or however. Yeah. But usually by the end of the trip, you're like buddies or something. Yeah. Or you yeah. try to be at least. Yeah. Um, but Sorry. they're completely two different uh, animals. Mm-hmm. Um, and I enjoy both of them from the sport boats. Um, you know, on the El Dorado, we were on them three times a year. Yeah. With them, uh, we got a trip in August that sold out, and a trip in September that sold out, and I love it. Yeah. It's it's the old fashioned uh, bunk type fishing. Yep. You know, it's a day. And, we do a day and a half, and then two two and a half day trips. That that boat's in really good shape Dude, too. Right on TJ and Steve, man. Yeah. They have yeah. definitely put some money into it, mm-hmm. and it looks sharp. The, the bathroom fountain. Dude, the soda fountain. Soda fountain's best. Very important soda fountain. Yep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> But no, it, it they've uh, yeah. Props to those guys in um, the Long Beach Sport Fishing, all of them down there. That that uh, they've gotten the El Dorado on point. Yeah, yep, it, for it's sure. Very very nice. That's TJ's. the uh, the first landing I ever went out of. 
It's why well, I just love the dude, the, the parking's easy. Parking, yeah. That's that's one thing that I get, you know, with these landings is the parking. Parking's mm. easy and then if you do a three quarter day out of there, whatever, you come back and you can get lunch or whatever at the fish market right oh, there. I, I mean, it. yeah, I think that's Larry's Larry's fish market. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's that's not what it's called, but Larry, it's yeah, a yeah. friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's that place is great awesome. food. Oh, it's incredible. Yeah, nice cold soda. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> soda. <laughs> but you got the bar next door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. I, I definitely love the, uh, the the sport boat fishing. Uh, like I said, I was uh, my recent trips were. On the El Dorado, and then I was on the Red Rooster for a three-day with uh, Grundens, and yeah. uh, we went and did that, and so it brought me back to my long-range dates or days back in the days. So, nice. um, yeah, part of me definitely missed it, um, but the resort stuff, uh, we work with a lot more resorts than we do uh, the long-range boats. Yeah. So yeah. that keeps us coming back. Sorry, I'm, I'm on your YouTube page, and I just saved the, uh, no the Puerto Rico episodes. Yeah, dude, that's a that great tonight. spot for the, for the wife or girlfriend, too. Yeah, that's um, unreal. It's beautiful there. Unreal. I know you've had a couple of different episodes on on long range trips where it's like a seven day or an eight day trip or whatnot. Fourteen day on the Indy. Four, yep. Yeah, the Indy. Yeah. Wow. Is that your longest trip? Oh, yeah. Uh, fourteen days. Yeah. Yeah, okay. it's tough for me to get past that. To be honest with you. You know that two weeks, dude. Two weeks on the same boat, same people. Dude, it's four <laughs> days down. Four days of no fishing. You yeah. can only watch so many movies before you go stir crazy. And four days back. I don't think they're really doing the fly down flybacks that anymore. Right. Remember those? Yeah. Yeah. That was like that was it cost more, but um, that would that would save you on the on the track up north. Save you a week. <laughs> and then it was you're don't, praying don't Mother s- Nature works in your hand coming yeah. back up the line. Doesn't somebody still do that for Mag Bay trips? The well, fly down flyback? Does somebody Yeah, the Constitution. Probably. Yeah. 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 Probably. I'm sure somebody does. Yeah. Um, but um yeah, no, I've uh I Basically, was with the Intrepid when they first got started, mm-hmm. um, and then I I'm bringing back a lot of the uh, four by three footage from all the video footage I shot on American Angler. Oh, when Alejos Rocks was the real Alejos mm, Rocks. Yeah, you throw the pick and you live there for four or five days. Oh, dude, that's what we did when we went to Guadalupe. Same thing. Yep. yep. My mm-hmm. Guadalupe days on the Top Gun eighty. Like man, back when before the shark boats started showing up. Yeah. Yeah. Like oh. Some good old-fashioned days. So I'm getting mm-hmm. in all that old vintage footage. I'm going to start bringing up on the YouTube channel. Nice. Just, uh, yeah, just show some old. That's stuff. awesome. Yeah, back when Dan Sansom and John Collins. Mm. Talk about two fishy dudes. Yeah. I was very fortunate to grow up with them and long range with those guys before John moved over to the, uh, I think he was with the Indy and then he with RP. Yeah. But, um, yeah, my buddy, my dad was friends with Frank Lepresti his kid like my brother, mm-hmm. and they were buddy buddies, same age. So we were kind of getting some free trips. Sorry, Frank, but <laughs> I appreciate those trips. I got left out on a couple because of baseball, and I was pissed. But uh, yeah, no, I grew up. I was real fortunate to grow up around all those boats. That's and, awesome. And learn the vibe, and I loved it. I really, really do love it. That's awesome. Well, yeah, nowadays people can actually go. I think go fish with you on on the stoke boat. Yeah, that's one of the things we offer besides a fishing show is we do charters. So we not only take clients around the world fishing with us. Um, where we put out uh, a full itinerary of all of our trips for the year. We usually do that in January, February, mm-hmm. after we you know lock in all these resorts we work with. Right. And we have a limited amount of space. So if you're not comfortable about going to a location mm-hmm. um, and you want to go with us, you can sign up with us or just feel free to call us or email us or you know if you've got any questions about location, yeah. whether it's Costa Rica or whatever. Yeah. And then we've got a six-pack uh, charter boat on our 35-foot Everglades with uh, some kick-ass Suzuki's on it. 
900 horsepower, and we get out there fast, and we get home fast. I was going to say, that, that gets you out there pretty quick. That's one thing that people, oh, why is your boat different than the other boat? <laughs> fast. <laughs> yeah, we and, get there when we need to. And when it comes to tuna fishing, let me just tell you, uh, when, and the, the other thing with the charter thing is, is the six-pack boat, like other guys and like the long-range fleet, we're in a circle. And when you're in mm-hmm. the circle of trust, yeah, you eliminate water. Yeah. And so when you're eliminating water fast with a charter boat, when you're in the circle with other guys, and I don't need to name who's in the circle, but it's guys that are out there every single day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's really cool that uh, you support each other. Even when you're not catching fish, mm-hmm. hey, let's get these guys in here. Yeah. Because guess what? You're going to run into fish sooner or later, and you're going to need some help. Yeah, mm-hmm. with your clients, and it's all about getting your clients on fish and making them happy at the end of the day. Yeah, because that's how they come back. Yeah, and so all these guys, you know, that work together. There's about four or five boats that we work with and friends with, and um, it really helps you eliminate water, which yeah. helps with this tuna fishing. Yes, oh, and <laughs> it's critical. A, it's critical, Absolutely and critical. a fast boat is critical. I will say this because yeah. I've been on other parties and other boats. You get a, a six pack boat that's a big boat that is an inboard. They can't get as fast to that bite yeah. as an Everglades or these, you know, with 900, 300 Suzuki's on or whatever. And with tuna, they don't bite all day. They no. have windows. You guys know well, that just as well and, as I do. And that's what happened when we were out on you the You got to get there fast. Yeah. And that's what happened when we were out on, get, on the Thunderbird. We were out with all the long-range boats. Were, they weren't even across the line in Mexico. They were their Bluefin were deep, but you could tell all the boats were searching, trying to find them where they were going to bite. And then the the six pack out of the same landing called the Thunderbird and said, "Hey, we're on them. They're up high. Come get." Them. And next thing you know, hour hour later, we're limited. See, there you go, <laughs> dude. It's for having friends on the water is everything. Yeah, it's the way it works. It's, it's teamwork, just like business, man. Yeah, you, you have to work together. Yeah. So yeah, the charter thing is pretty awesome, man. It's uh, we met some really cool people through it. Mm-hmm. Not only just as clients, but I can legitimately call these people friends now. Like we hang out golf together, go fishing together, even surf together. Mm-hmm. Like really, really good friends, man. It's That's really, awesome. really cool. Yeah. When it comes to the show and, and everything, obviously since, you know, in 15 years, a lot's changed, not only with the fishing, with the species that we're going after and all that stuff, but also I can imagine that your show has changed a little bit. Is it kind of the more or less the same for back when, you know, when you first started to now, or has it kind of evolved as the time it has evolved? That's a good question. Um, definitely the cameras have evolved. have gotten better. Technology, yeah. Yeah, the technology of everything. Um, but I kind of treat my shows kind of the same as what I did with my surfing. Mm-hmm. As far as, you know, we're at a location, we're with these people. And you see a lot of my shows. With, I'm perfect example. I go to Nassara, Costa Rica. Mm-hmm. I'm not there fishing every single day. Yeah. I have no clue what's going on when I walk onto that boat. Mm-hmm. Why am I? I don't need to be the guy that says, okay, we're, this is what we're doing. I go right to the guide. I go right to the captain and start asking him questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that, that's everywhere I go, yeah. except for if I'm running my own boat, mm-hmm. you know. Then you have I'm, to be that guy. I'm that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Just like you guys run your boat or whatever you do. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, you know what's going on, you know, you know. And vice versa, someone's going to come out on my boat. They're going to say, well, what are we doing, Shay? <laughs> so you become that guy. But yeah. almost everywhere I go, I'm asking for advice, I, you know, through the camera. It's you're, you're the guy. You're the host for mm-hmm. today. 
I'll just be the integral guy in the middle and kind of just, you know, mm-hmm. kind of just keep it flowing um, or say something stupid or have, you know, lose a fish or catch a fish or whatever. <laughs> say something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but, but um, yeah, the whole kind of con- the concept of the show has changed a little bit. Um, different, you know, where we go and where we travel to ch- always changes. Because, mm-hmm. again, you don't know if you're dealing with Mother Nature you don't know who you're dealing with as far as the captain or the crew mm-hmm. or where you're staying or so, yeah. you know, the, the baseline of our show is a travel adventure fishing show. Yeah. It's not just your fishing show. Right. So we try to blend in the restaurants. We try to blend in, you know, what's happening around that zone. And we don't spend a, a ton of time on it, you know, like the half the show. The shows are only 22 minutes. Yeah. It goes by pretty quick. But it's a fishing show. It almost like it gives you a... A guideline and a glimpse to like if you go do that, that's kind of what you're doing. That's see, you nailed it, dude. And yeah. I and I've had multiple people say, "I feel like I'm there." Yeah. And that's what I learned a long time ago is I want you to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want you going. God, I've had enough of Shay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just get off camera, please. <laughs> I want to know about this restaurant and that burger or something. You know. I just and although that, that that is important nowadays, <laughs> it is the food and drink is important. Yes, I, that's why I put it in the show. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's part of vacation. Yeah. That's part of your fishing trip. Mm-hmm. So, especially with the destination fishing, totally. Yeah, restaurant. Yep. Where you eat and drink, where, where you, you stay, where you can lay your head. Yeah. Yep. And the then guys that you're with. Yep. And then obviously the fishing fleet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are all very important. You know, and then other things, you know, that show up, frisbee golf or something, or I don't know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it's, uh, you just kind of, you know, you do your homework before you go to spot. Like when I go to uh, New Zealand, I will be going there. Fortunately, we know a lot of people that are over there, work there, have been there. Obviously, mm-hmm. the Akuma guys have contacts. Doug. So, Doug. Doug and John, <laughs> what up? Yeah, they, it's, you, you know, that goes back to that teamwork thing, mm-hmm. you know. Um, you know, I mean, in a way, nowadays, what I mean, I know I do this. I'm sure other people do the, do this too. Your episodes, your content, actually becomes part of the research before you go to a spot. Yes, because that's that's exactly what I did with Costa Rica. That's a fair assessment. Yeah, definitely. all I did was definitely. go on YouTube and type in, you know, Nasara Paradise Rentals and Nasara in general and all that. It gives you a really good glimpse as to what to expect on that trip. Did our stuff pop up? Oh yeah, yep. absolutely. Yeah, I think I binged your. Yeah, I binged no, a whole bunch I of the show, episodes. I show the location. Yeah. You yeah. see the location. You see the pool. You see the the, the jungle that you're in. You yeah. Know? I saw Craig pulling on fish on your episodes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, have, we, we go back and forth. Craig, get to braid. <laughs> Use braid. Yeah. He loves his mono. Yeah. He doesn't want to let go of that mono. Got <laughs> <laughs> to change for the times. Is, um, that a, is that a Florida thing? By chance, like have Dude, they moved over to Braid over I, there? I don't want to. I, I can't blame Florida. I'm going to stay out of that because <laughs> I'm still trying to get my neck over there in Florida and do some stuff over there. So I don't know about that question, but I just know some of the older guys are still locked into mono. Yeah, and I tried to explain it to them. It happens in Mexico too. Oh, dude, let me just tell you about third world or down there. I don't want to call it third world, but dude, got some people below the border. They're stuck in their ways. Let's be honest. Some fishermen, they yeah. are never going to change. No. Yeah. Even though if they see something right, my brother and I, not, we show up in some of these locations. The Amazon was one of the perfect spots. We mm-hmm. show up down there and they go straight braid, 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 which is fine. I get it. I understand. 
because they just deal with your average client, your average fisherman. Yeah. Most, let's be honest, most of these resorts just mm-hmm. deal with someone. They just want to pull up and troll or, and they don't even ask. Oh, yeah. Well, we roll with our Akuma gear. We mm-hmm. show up with our rods and reels and uh, soft steel and all this different stuff, you know. Fish lab. Totally. The fish lab yeah. stuff. And, well, this is how we're going to fish. You just tell us, put us around the fish and we'll, we're going to do our thing. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, some will smirk. Or <laughs> <laughs> and then they start seeing, okay, okay, these two kids know what the hell they're doing. Mm-hmm. And... Next thing you know, next year we go down there. Oh, looks like somebody's tied a top shot on down here. <laughs> because the Amazon, you think, oh, it's all murky water. Yeah. You look at it, you're like, oh, it's the Rio Negro. It's dirty. It's dark. Right. It's not dirty. It's super clean. Actually, we jump in it and you can shower in it and blah, blah, blah. But sometimes you go to different zones and the water is clear. Mm-hmm. You're like, dude, I can see the beaches. I can see five feet down. And guess what? The braid is not getting bit. You need the floral. And the floral is mm. yep oh white braid's not gonna work <laughs> <laughs> and my brother we fish a lot together we fish well together and we'll we love doing different things right out of the gate mm-hmm. establish a pattern we know all that or what's working the circle hook's working or well, it doesn't matter where you're fishing yeah what's working you know my dad always asked me on the sport boat see that guy over there he's catching on the fish get your ass over there and go ask him what he's doing yeah yeah and if he doesn't tell you, I'll go over there and tell him he's, you know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, but just watch him. Just just watch him and just go listen to him. Don't throw the ego out the window and just mm-hmm. go learn. And so 100%. That, my brother and I, we learned a long time ago. Okay, well, let's just, you do something different. I'll do something different. Mm-hmm. And then let's, okay, this is working. Yeah. And so some guys are just stuck in their ways. And yeah. then this mono thing. I was, dude, I was a part of it in the long range. I remember guys just yelling at each other, get that. <laughs> Dude, it was a hard changeover. You know, salty guys, oh, yeah. captains, oh, yeah. and, and I finally, after I got sawed off by Braid, I'm like, okay, I have to use this or yeah. I'm going to lose my fish every single time. Yeah. yeah. Braid against mono, you're done. You yeah. lose every time. No contest. Zero. Yeah. And, and I am known back in the days, I learned some tactics when you were in a tangle and old mono guy was next to you. <laughs> <laughs> you just do a quick little, little, eat a little, eh, and next thing you know, you're off up working your fish still, and that guy's <laughs> yeah. done. Yeah. Until the captain called me out. I saw what you did there, Shay. You don't ever do that again on my boat. <laughs> but you eventually had to go over to Braid, yeah, you know, because Mono's not getting it done. Yeah. And so true. Yeah. So it was, uh, it's, I saw that whole transformation. That's a whole nother podcast, right? Gentlemen, mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. That was crazy. One one more for me, man. Yeah, so when you go on a trip, whether it be Costa Rica, wherever, um, you're gearing up. You bring a whole bunch of Okuma gear and all that stuff. Yep. Um, what typically, what are the most common things um, that you're bringing on a trip, whether it's, you know, stuff from Grundens and, you know, I'm sure you got to stop at uh, um, Fisherman's Hardware and all that stuff before you go and all that stuff. But what's in your, uh, I'll call it your Shea Pack? Besides a bunch of cameras, yeah, <laughs> you left that out. Yeah. yeah, that's one thing that people don't realize is Shay triples up. Like mm-hmm. any of you camera guys out there that know or you know part of producing a fishing show or anything, it's it's. Mm-hmm. I have a lot. Uh, thanks, Ryan, for carrying my luggage <laughs> <laughs> and a surfboard and the fishing poles and the camera gear does, and your luggage. Does he and, have a habit yeah. of doing that for you? No, because he's got his own shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
He just says, best of luck, Shay. Yeah. 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 No, he helps out every once in a while. But um, no, it's it's definitely like the location. Um, you, I'm pretty used to it. You, you, you get used to it as mm-hmm. far as what you have in your backpack, as far as your uh, iPad and your headphones, you know, to just to, mm-hmm. for the travel part. Yeah. Um, and then, um, you know, you really do some homework on what type of fishing you're going to be doing. And usually it's inshore and offshore. So I'm usually rallying up with all the Okuma stuff for both sides of it. And it, it gets a little heavy, but that's part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, when you start out, you kind of learning a lot, you know, mm-hmm. I, I learned a long time ago, we're definitely bringing our own stuff because I can't pull on necktie Dorado with an 80 wide or a 50 wide, you know right. what I mean? I just, and I just, uh, and with the TV side of things, you want to get your ass kicked. Yeah. You want to, you, you don't want it easy. You no, know, it makes it exciting you for want, the viewer. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. You want that losing the fish. I don't, don't like losing fish, <laughs> but you, that's, I always say, I'm oh, sorry, bro, but that's actually good TV. Yeah. Um, you know, and they like, look at me like, what are you talking about? I just yeah. lost my fish after an hour. <laughs> after an hour. I'm like, yeah. thank you for the content. TV. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thank you for the content. But, um, yeah, no, it's, uh, I'm pretty prepared on all my camera stuff that I've got. Mm-hmm. Uh, drones, um, as well as the fishing, all the Akuma stuff, the grunting stuff, you know, with the, the sun shirts and the, yeah. uh, the rain gear and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just becomes, you know, I'm just used to it now. Yeah. Pretty much. But, um, no, you nailed that with all the plugs there. I like that. And definitely hit Fisherman's Hardware yeah. uh, every time before we go. <laughs> yeah. Because we got a nice little relationship with them. And John over there is money and all the guys are great over there. They fill our reels up and stuff. And we're always constantly mm-hmm. changing braids or changing, yeah. t- changing you know, monos and this and that, all that type of stuff. Right. Do you often have to bring your igloo cooler as well on trips? <laughs> <laughs> Coffee cups. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the coolers usually stay at home because Opa Gear now is, uh, is part of the team. Oh, and nice. uh, I will say this because we run charters and we throw a lot of fish in these bags. There's do yourself a favor if you're looking. Well, if you're new to tuna fishing, this is definitely I want to tell people you have to get a kill bag. Mm, yeah, it is absolutely mandatory. Don't even leave the dock without a kill bag and do yourself another favor. Have a big enough kill bag to mm. put the fish in. Yeah, because you don't want to kill one of these bluefin tuna and have it sitting on the deck uh, for hours in the sun, and you can try the wet towel. You can try everything you want to do. do just stop. half the body's out and sticking out of it. And, and man, you don't waste that food. You don't waste it. You get yourself a legit kill bag. Yeah. Granted, they are expensive, but they're worth it. Guess what? Gas is expensive. Yeah. Rod and reels are expensive. You yeah. have to have a kill bag. It, it's, it's part of your gear. Hundred percent. Yeah. And they got all different sizes. They got ones for Dorado and Yellowtail. They got small sizes for calicos, but I've actually gotten one of their smaller bags for traveling mm. because we go to Cedros, we go to these locations, we'll pause. Well, guess what? You're bringing fish home. Yeah. The cooler, you can't you can't push a cooler down. The kill bags allow you to squash Yeah. and allow you to put things in them. Yeah. A cooler, those days are kind of out as far as taking those mm-hmm. on these trips. The kill bags are way to go. And those Opa Gear kill bags, I've had... Pretty much most of the kill bags out there, those things are bulletproof. They are gnarly. Really? They're so gnarly. I would just, if you get a chance, just look into them, opagear.com. They, uh, they're an amazing bag, and they're they're starting to kick butt, and people are starting to realize, oh, wow, those things are legit. They're, yeah. Yeah, so we can get <laughs> the one big bag I've got, you can get three 200-pounders in there. 
Jesus. Mm. No, no, no. It's that legit. And the ice stays in there. Yeah, so I won't go awesome. into it. But mm. yeah, nice job, Oba. We appreciate you being part of the team. Interesting. I'm looking on their website now. Mm. I may have to get a Doc Talk kill bag. Yeah. I mean, it, we go through, we spend so much time and energy and money and all that stuff into going fishing. You have to treat your product correctly. It's you got to respect it. Do, you do. And yeah. we, of course, you want to bring them home to the wives or girlfriends mm-hmm. or your neighbors. And you, I, I love eating fish. Yeah. yeah. I bring it home. I take the time to, fl- to really get into it. We do a full-on crew that comes over, mm-hmm. flares, vacuum sealers, yep. trashers. Like, mm-hmm. we all work together, have a couple beers, get some music going. Yeah. And we get into it. But yeah. guess what? That you lines you up. My brother's been making sushi rolls. Like he kills it with his sushi rolls and like the way we eat our bluefin. I yeah. smoke it like, oh man. I gotta, I gotta, go I gotta smoke some bluefin colors when I get home. <sighs> that and yellowtail colors. Oh my gosh. It is so good. You get the cream cheese on a cracker. You well, that's little, what I'm. Oh my God. So <laughs> my neighbors are having <laughs> a, a neighbors are having a party yeah. tomorrow and uh, I told them I'd bring some uh, smoked tuna dip. So I'm going to mix it in with some cream cheese and after it's all smoked and everything. Put some extra stuff in there, and now you gave me. So you blend it in the cream cheese. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Oh yeah, that's lovely. But yeah, treat your fish, people. You catch mm-hmm. them. I know you guys. You coolers, you throw ice on them. But yeah, a kill bag mm-hmm. you can put away. You can stash it. Mm-hmm. Again, the cooler. You know, it's usually on the deck. Yeah. But you can really stash it. Yeah. And, and the one thing those open, they come with a pocket on the inside of the bag that you can throw beers and coolers mm-hmm. and sodas and oh, even nice. sandwiches in inside the bag. Where they stay cool. Yeah, because your Perfect. ice is going to stay in there anyways. Mm-hmm. If you, anyways. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, for me, I, you know, we've all, we all kind of grew up and also started using those food saver vacuum sealers. You yep, know that? Yep. Just upgraded mine to a Weston, spent, you know, putting, putting the money down and all that. And it's like, it's, it's money. It's awesome. It's worth it. Totally. It worth is it. part of the arsenal. Yeah, not say. only that, but it helps you, uh, Keep the freezer nice and straight, and that's who. Not, yeah. not, not a, a jumbled mess. Yeah, uh, keeps it organized. That's what I was looking it for. It is. It's the end. It's if you think about it, from putting gas in the boat or just going, it's the final, final product yep. mm-hmm. of getting home. Whether they flay it on the boat or not, you know what I mean. It's yeah. just uh, you get home and you want to put it in the freezer and keep it organized and hope it doesn't slice or peel or anything like that. And then yeah. it's golden. Yeah. So yeah. it is the final, final. Shay, this has been awesome, man. Thank you so much for coming down, spending some time in traffic and spending some time with us and all that. <laughs> I'm glad you put in the traffic. Yeah. <laughs> no, all good, man. I'm sorry it took me this long, guys. Oh, ah, you're good, man. We appreciate it, man. You're good. Um, one more time for the audience. How do we get to go fishing with you? How do we subscribe? All that good stuff. Uh, you can just go online, stokedonfishing.com. Uh, uh, you can hit us up on our Stoked on Fishing Instagram. We got a Stoked on Fishing Facebook uh, we got a Stoked on Fishing YouTube channel and um, a Stoked on Fishing charter page. So just Google Stoked on Fishing and you'll have a plethora of stuff show up. Nice. And uh, just click on anything and check us out, man. Nice, nice. Before the summer ends, we got to go fishing. 100%. Sure. 100%. Yeah. Cool. Darren, that was cool, man. It was fun. I'm glad, yeah. you, I'm glad yeah. you made it in finally. Well, thanks for being nice to me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard about your channel, bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> When we get uh, the studio kind of more flushed and, and video and all that stuff, we'll have to have you down and uh, do, do this correctly. Yeah, 100%. I'm in, guys. Hell yeah. Appreciate it. Awesome. Well, guys, that is going to be it for this week. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, make sure to go follow us on Instagram at Podcast Doc Talk. Make sure to go like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. And we will see you guys next week.